0: I'm Tiffany Josephs. Welcome to Magic Carpet Life, the podcast. I believe this is the most auspicious time on the planet to create a vibrant, soul-satisfying lifestyle, and I'm here to be your guide. Each week, we'll chat about inner life, personal style, creating work that lights you up, and all other ways to bring magic into your everyday life. Your life from the magic carpet starts now. Welcome to Magic Carpet Life, your weekly wonder trip into the infinite discovery of who you are. I'm your host, Tiffany Josephs, and I am here to enchant the world to a higher love. Why are you here? Have you thought about it? Have you put it into words? Have you shouted it from the rooftops? Well, this is your time. The world has Mm -hmm. never been more ready to receive your unique magic. And you can think of me as your cosmic cheerleader on your path to discovering just how true that is. So, intro done. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get started. Good
1: morning. What do we do
0: first? Should we sing?
1: Should Um. we I don't know I think probably some kind of like jazz hand yeah. combo together like some and then Judy together Garland. we come in we go like this we sing a little song and we make a little magic ah! on it. the Magic Carpet Ride. But this
0: is. This is the Magic Carpet Ride. Thank yes. you for I joining. I am so me.
1: happy to be here on this journey with you, and um, it's just so wonderful to actually connect with you, because we had met, like, what, three, year, three mm-hmm. four years ago?
0: Well, I saw you from afar. Like a lot of people in this town, probably, they see mm-hmm. you on stage, because this woman, this woman, is frequented frequently on stage. <laughs> so I don't remember, it's something, you were emceeing. Okay. And I was like, Damn girl, like just the style and the attitude and the fun. You were just like pff, 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 like radiating fun. And you were really comfortable mm-hmm. with it.
1: How many yeah. people
0: are comfortable being so fun and so comfortable in their body? when they're on stage with a microphone in their hand?
1: I don't know. It's definitely something that has taken me quite some time to get to. And I realized... Really? So you weren't just born with a mic in your hand? No, no, no. In fact, I feel like I started to get more comfortable with being in front of the audience when I was actually hosting Bingo at Sputnik, which was 10 years ago. And so I'd call the Bingo numbers and I'd DJ from my iPod. And um, I just learned how to be free. And at that time, I had just started my first band. um, And one of the guys who helped me start my band was just like, Brandy, every performance is a practice. Every practice is a performance. And it really just kind of freed me. And um, just as as things progressed, I just started to let go of any baggage that I had anticipated other people were thinking about me and feeling this, like, self-judgment and these people were judging me. And then I was just like, just be me. And it well, was almost like, once I, I just understood that freedom, I really, I could get up in front of 10,000 people and just mm. let go and and uh, and be free. I love the word freedom yes. for that. Once you could experience the freedom. And mm-hmm. just, all
0: you gotta do is call their numbers.
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean,
0: if Bingo's the gig, just call her numbers right. and everybody's your friend. And if you're <laughs> up there long enough and you're pulling, you know, enough balls out of the thing, mm-hmm. that is a really interesting beginning. Mm-hmm. So you're at,
1: what is Sputnik? Sputnik is a bar on South Broadway in Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I've driven by it. And it's just a wonderful community um, bar that I've been frequenting since I was 21. Oh my God. Um, and uh, yeah, it was... It was really fun. It was something so simple and so just the art of calling balls leading to this freedom, but was so much more than that. And just starting to get like witty with like B5 and coming up with something, you know, just witty and silly. Yeah, it was like your improv. It was like your, okay,
0: I'm just gonna have fun with this. And you're having fun with your outfit today. Yes. I liked the throw. The throw of the leather. That was dramatic and amazing.
1: (laughs) And it's Friday. It's Friday. And I was just like, I want to be in my comfortable, cozy shirt. And this shirt actually was at my parents' house. So I've been spending a lot more time over at my parents' house. And there was just a drawer full of old t-shirts. And I was just like, what? This old Avalanche shirt from 1996 when they won the Stanley Cup? Are they doing good this year?
0: I have no idea. Fan. I think they're doing did something. Did they start? Uh, Steven, do Stephen you know about the avalanche? The... Do you know anything
1: about hockey? Did it start, or is it in the middle of the season, or did it just end? What's happening uh, with the abs it's, this it's year? Just okay, it's just Okay, just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. So we're representing just getting started avalanche. You're, you're getting the, yeah. Yep. Um, but just really, I don't know, I've just been feeling this, like, grounding in my life and this simplicity in my life and mm. really kind of going back to my roots mm. um, and this is definitely very rooty this is very like yeah pull the
0: shirt out yeah well see you've done this thing though like mm-hmm. you really you know you've like this is what I my mom would say toughen it up you gotta yes. toughen it up you gotta yeah. roll it up you gotta do the thing here yep. see in the 80s we would have done a scrunchie
1: oh there. or that plastic little loop. or the plastic yeah, thing I want
0: one of those plastic loops it yeah. made it so easy yeah just yeah and this is what all the girls are doing now like my nine-year-old Isn't is trying weird? to show her torso and i'm like you're nine yeah. back down pull that yeah pull that baby back down it's, it's really
1: weird to see these kiddos and these teenagers and these millennials wearing the fashions that we wore in the late 80s early 90s yeah, bringing it back yeah really weird i, was, I mean neon I saw, should always be brought back yeah neon yeah I, I saw um, a, somebody in a body glove shirt, and I'm like,
0: <gasps> do you yes! know yeah. what
1: you wearing? Yeah, and it was a throwback <laughs> shirt. It was new.
0: Oh, oh, really? It yes, wasn't vintage. No. It wasn't so, vintage. Um, cross colors, mm-hmm. bum equipment. Ge- uh, genera.
1: Genera. Hyper Hyper, hyper colors. Color. Yes. Yes. But those were
0: horrible in puberty, because where would you get the hyper color? Under your pits. Oh, I didn't sweat. I'm... <laughs> I'm not a sweater. So I had this boyfriend when I was 13. Uh-huh. And, oh, I, He was, you know, he was my 13-year-old boyfriend. He mm-hmm. was like everything in my life. And he used to wear this hypercolor shirt. And I was like, please don't wear the hypercolor shirt because it show shows see. where you're sweaty. Oh, What Nobody was his name? Oh, do I want to embarrass him? He's never going to hear this. His name. No, I can't say his name. Okay. Oh, my gosh. If that ever got back okay. to me, he'd be like... That's what you talked about? That's, that <laughs> yes. was the story you shared we about me? don't need to know his name. On YouTube or whatever. <laughs> um, he was special. All of my all of my teenage... I said to my daughter last night, I said we were listening to um, Taylor Swift's 15, song about 15. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we do old Taylor Swift. Sometimes we do new Taylor Swift in the car and drive back from Aurora, from mm-hmm. soccer. And we were listening. She's singing this whole song about being 15. This was in her country days. And I was like, Eve, my daughter's name, you are going to love 15. And she's like, really? Because, of course, if you hear Taylor Swift's song, you don't think, like, loving 15. You right. think you're going to hate it because, like, the boy and the drama and the da da mm-hmm. And I was like, you're going to love 15. And that's that was my experience. Yeah. I had re- amazing boyfriends hmm. and just, you know, like, the best first kiss yeah. ever and the best dances and... You remember Dances when you're oh, yeah. in junior
1: high. My 15 was not like that. I was very awkward at 15. I can't I even was, imagine. Oh yeah. I was uh, I had a big crush on this um, the a senior in high school, and I had accidentally won um, an egg drop competition at the science fair, and I had to go to state competitions. And the <laughs> senior was there, and I was I was like walking with the senior down <laughs> to our next competition, just staring at him, like, oh my god. You're so dreamy. And I ran smack dab into a tree, knocked no. myself out, woke up to him standing <gasps> over me like, um, are you okay? And it was just, it was mortifying. Well, I'm
0: so sorry you went yeah. unconscious, but
1: we yeah. really couldn't have
0: planned that better. <laughs> like, to have yeah, him I was, standing over I was you. very
1: awkward, but I felt like I started to... Sixteen, seventeen was when I really began to find what my roots are. Yeah. And that was definitely in the skateboarding world. That's when my oh, okay. my boyfriend was a skateboarder and that's really kind of what led down this whole cultural path that I went down. So I've in high school and college I was always a skateboarder, always a snowboarder and um and that has really shaped a lot of who I am the music that I listen to the culture that I like the fashion that I I like I, I mean I don't dress like a skateboarder anymore but like there's just that like punk rock yeah how do you describe it so the the, the
0: style is it, it's a it's being comfortable yeah in your own with in what you're wearing mm-hmm.
1: it's cash it's fun it's Easy. I would say at the height of my snowboarding and skateboarding in college, I was wearing baggy jeans with ha- little midriff half shirts. Okay. And kind of, I, Gwen Stefani was my... I was just going to say, that's very Gwen yeah, or like
0: the girl in Clueless, the curly haired girl. Yes. That was a little bit more grungy. Yes. Prep, prep grungy.
1: Totally. So I was definitely a skater girl up until like my mid-twenties. And then I kind of, everything changed. Yeah, yeah. actually, I was, uh, I'm, my brain is just going on this little adventure right now, but I was snowboarding at the time competitively, and um, I was the captain of an all-girls snowboarding team, and I had taken this adventure up to, um, to St. Mary's Glacier, and I was mm-hmm. doing a 25-foot gap, which okay. is just like okay. a really
0: big jump. Break that down for me. It's an actual gap that's yeah, the so size you of a telephone pole.
1: Uh, so it's like a big ramp that you go up and then there's 25 feet distance but what's underneath that just the snow okay the the ground so it's not like a
0: um, you know a big drop
1: (laughs) It, it can be Yeah, so, like, here's the mountain, but then you have the I'm going really
0: dramatic with it. I'm imagining, like, you know, pokey
1: things. Oh, yeah, (laughs) a tar pit, like, in Pitfall. Like, the Yeti down there is, like, waiting for you. (laughs) He's like, come on. (laughs) I dare you to fall. But anyway, so, yeah, you just go up this ramp, and then you go over 25 feet of space and then land on the other side of the ramp. And so I landed way past the ramp and landed in the flat. Um, So I was like, I'm going to do it again. And I got cocky, and I speed checked right before I hit the jump. And I just went up in the air, and I just smashed (gasps) right into the other side of the ramp. And my body just went, wah-bam, yard sale. And I didn't get... I did I didn't get like I didn't break anything I was fine but my ego was just shot and I feel like when you have a big fall like that you either get right back up and do it again or you're kind of done okay so I did not get back up and that was kind of the end of my snowboarding career like going big and just being brave yeah leaps yeah flying and uh, it, it, the good thing about this snowboarding crash was that it changed my life. And after I didn't have that bravery anymore to snowboard, I actually ended up starting my handbag business. Okay, so this,
0: so this is
1: about 25. This is uh,
0: 23. Okay, so quarter life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here we have Brandy, Brandy Shigley, bringing – you just heard the story of – like um, when Brandy Shigley became mm-hmm. Brandy Shigley, when you had this moment, this sort of coming, this rite of passage, you were having fun and you were doing the, you know, I don't even know, what do you call that? Like that, that lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. You were like risk taking and you yes. were just like being in your body and you're like, yes. Yeah. And then this happened mm-hmm. and it got you thinking, what am I doing? What am I creating? What am I, where do I go from here?
1: Absolutely. And and that that was a few years ago. That was actually 20 years ago um, that I started my first business. So if I never got into that crash, I have no idea where I would be. So yeah. I started. I just started making handbags for the fun of it. Uh, this is when I turned 23, and I just. This is before the internet really was anything. Yeah. And let's put a date. Let's put a date
0: on that. Let's 1999, 1999.
1: Thank you. Yeah, it was right at the. The um, dot com boom. Oh, yeah. And so I built my website on Microsoft Word. I taught myself Photoshop. I put my handbags out into the world. And because the internet was so new, my website just took off. Do you see this little guy? Yeah. Keep it there. It's your unicorn. I was just going to say, I think his name is Herman.
0: Oh, Herman. Yeah.
1: Hello, Herman. Welcome. Um, Focus. What was I talking about? Yeah, it just took
0: off when you were right in that sweet spot, totally right there, totally. People weren't selling things online
1: so much. Yeah, there was no Etsy. There was not even Google. So in Alta Vista or in AOL, when you searched handbags, I came up number three. b Shigley Designs. Brandy Shigley is my name, by the way. I don't know. Did we ever say that I'm Brandy Shigley? Oh, we did a minute ago.
0: Okay sort of after the crash because then that was like your here I am world mm-hmm. and the first thing you chose to make with your hands in this way mm-hmm. was the
1: bags. Why the bags? I have been obsessed with handbags ever since I was a little kid and that obsession goes back to third grade when I made paper purses and we would have this, it was 30 minutes on a Friday called Fred, free reading every day. You could read, you could free write, every day. you could create right. and I would take my trapper keeper Yes, and I would unfold my trapper keeper and make a little wall so no one could see what I was doing. And I would make a paper wallet and paper money to go into my paper wallet and a paper ID to go into my paper wallet to go into my paper purse. And I was just obsessed with compartmentalizing. Uh And I've always been obsessed with how to organize my bag. I will, one of the joys in my life is emptying out my bag and putting everything together. Have Have you ever seen the movie Amelie Yes, And the mom, how she would, like, vacuum out her hand. Yes. It. That's me. Yes. Like, I just find never so much, much joy in when that. But I can
0: imagine how I would enjoy that. Mm. There's nothing worse than putting your hands in your bag and getting, like, gunk in your fingernails. Ooh. From, you know what I mean? From dirty purses. Huh. The bottom of it.
1: Collect so much stuff. Well, I... I've never really experienced that. (laughs) I have put my hand into a bag, and my banana got squished in my bag. So, yeah, I do know that, and that is not fun at all. Don't keep bananas in your bag. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Not a happy place for them. Uh, So, yeah, I started making handbags and just became... You made your little shop with your desk
0: and your traffic cover.
1: Yep, made my little paper purse design um, firm, and then I'd go out under recess telling everyone I was the paper purse police. And um, I feel like... That's one thing I really think people need to tap into when they're kind of figuring out what their purpose is. Is like, what did you love to do as a kid? What did you just, like, live for? And for me, it was choreographing dances with our neighbors, making paper purses, and pretending to be a rock star.
0: Okay, so those three things Mm -hmm. have now crystallized Mm -hmm. in your adulthood in the most delightful ways. So let's come back to those. Okay. First one I want to remember... um, Paper, Purse, Police. Yes. um, Choreographing Dances. Mm -hmm. And um, what was the third again? Um, Just being a rock star. Rocking Out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we've heard about the paper purse police <laughs> that turned into B. Shigley designs, yes. which totally took off by the way. That mm-hmm. wasn't just a little rinky dink right. uh, enterprise. Yeah. That
1: ended up going, I was in the media on a constant, you were in, in Paris. A constant basis. Yeah. I was in Paris. I was in London. I was selling my bags in New York, Chicago. I was traveling to LA and San Francisco and just like, I'm just a girl making bags. I didn't understand what was the big deal. And I think that my bags were cute, but I don't. I think it was more the journey of this 23-year-old girl just figuring it all out and doing it. I think it was that entrepreneurial drive and that drive to do something I was passionate about. And then that's what led me to Fashion Denver years later was to create. I, I had learned so much, and I didn't want to make bags anymore, but I wanted to take everything I had learned and help other people. Uh-huh. So that is when I, I created Fashion Denver, so I could help other local designers. Um, I feel a little bugger on my nose. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Nope. You're
0: no? good. Okay. I'll just go like it's this. A, it's a um
1: a ghost one. Okay. It's not truly there.
0: This was before Denver had anything going on. I don't mm-hmm. want to say that if you were like if you're listening and you were like, what? I've been doing this for yeah. forty years. But in terms of blending media style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Sprightliness. Like, I want to use that word for you. Like, you're, mm. sp- you're a sprite. You're like a fashion sprite. Ooh, I like you that. You bring this this passion and this zest and this pure style and fun to it. Mm-hmm. This was before a lot of that was happening. Yeah. Denver's such a different scene now. Oh,
1: so different. But you
0: were a pioneer for this, so there was really a space sort of carved out for you, or you mm-hmm. carved out
1: that space. Tell
0: yeah. me about how that I'd worked. i never
1: intentionally meant to carve anything out. I just saw needs that needed to be met, and I knew how to do it. So I was—I had lived in San Diego for two and a half years, and while I was there, I was doing the shows in LA and in San Francisco and really learning about how to really build your brand and how to really get out there and doing these fashion markets on a bigger level. And so when I came back to Denver, I was just like, we don't have anything like that. I wanna, I wanna try that. So I started doing these seasonal fashion markets um, in 2004. December of 2004 was my first one. Okay, so that's so how that started. So 15 years ago, you started. Almost. You're like, we're going
0: to make a market. Yep, going to make, make a
1: seasonal. market. And then over the course of... Wow, 15 years, which is just insane to me that F- Fashion Denver's been around 15 years. Um, seasonal fashion markets, um, producing fashion shows, big and small. Um, I had a boutique for three years. Like a, a brick and mortar? Yeah, brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. I had two locations, not simultaneously, but I moved from a small space to a bigger space down in the Golden Triangle. Okay. And, um, and then, What was the name of it? Fashion Denver. Fashion Denver. Yeah, Fashion Denver. We carried, like, close to 30 local designers in there. Wow. Um, But the thing of it is is that, like, I felt like we needed a boutique to carry local designers. So I created that, but that was not where my heart was. I I am not good at staying somewhere and sitting somewhere for eight hours a day. Like, it's very hard for me to sit still. So after three and a half, four years, I was just, like, you know, I'm telling people to go out there and do what they love, and I'm not doing what I love. And it was actu- actually a designer named Rachel Marie Hurst mm. that was like, Brandy, you are the one who tells us to follow our dreams, and we are all here for you to, for you to follow your dreams. And it was just like this permission to let it go. Yeah. And I f- had felt for, like, started to just, I just was becoming kind of, what – cranky not what's the word I'm thinking of like we're just burnt out yeah sure. I was burnt out and I wasn't enjoying it but I felt obligated yeah and the moment that Rachel you said had Elise, that to me you had yeah
0: these people vendors you were selling their stuff yep
1: and I didn't want to let anybody down mm-hmm. and but when Rachel just said hey you need to listen to your heart it just thank gave you, me this Rachel. freedom thank yes you, Rachel. Rachel thank you Love Where you. is Rachel
0: now? She's Rachel's
1: downtown. in Denver kicking butt. Okay. Yeah, she was out in New York. She had won this designer competition with Pepsi. She's opened up a new boutique.
0: Here in town. Yeah,
1: here in town. So she's just, just those little words that, mm. you know, it's amazing. Like one little tiny yeah. thing that somebody can say right time, can right free place. you, can yeah. inspire you, can build you. And oppositely can break you down, can um, bring you fear, and yeah. so I think it's so important, like, to understand that our words, we can use our words to build or destroy. Uh-huh. So we need to use our words to build.
0: It's interesting you say that because there are moments in time where you'll get an impulse, mm-hmm. and to speak words yeah. of love to a friend, um, or a partner, or child for that matter but but you'll get that impulse and then how many times do we say no it's not my business I'm not going to say anything I'm gonna let them figure it out but what if that impulse is really divine inspiration to Mm. be that Rachel Mm -hmm. in that moment when you were able to hear it so that the walls could come and you could move on to this trajectory which your soul really wanted you to take which after you heeded those words then you moved into this whole other space right of what Fashion Denver
1: is now. Yeah, which is also always changing. Um, so, what, so four years ago, I loved teaching this workshop, which I haven't done it for years, and I'm going to get ready to do it again, called Do What You Love, Love What You Do. Oh, yes. But since I first started doing that in 2002 – Technology has changed, the way you do business has changed. I've changed. So I am really excited to redo my syllabus and see how different it is than how it was even just three years ago. Mm -hmm. But there was a guy named Dr. Brad Poppy who took my workshop and he wanted to design dress shirts for the athletic fit bodybuilding body. Okay. So he hired me, he took my workshop, hired me for consulting and I helped just connect him and build his business. And two and a half years ago, he actually hired me, um, which was really scary because I've always been on my own. I've always been consulting and hustling and doing my own thing. And the, when he first asked if, if I'd like to work for him, not as a consultant, but as an employee, I was like, no, you know, I really just really appreciate my freedom. Doing and what? What would you have um, been doing or what did he want you? Sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> this is real time. Yeah. This is what's <laughs> really happening right now. Um, <laughs> it's still it's just dry season yeah, over here and yeah. it's all a mess.
0: It's just it's hot and it's cold yeah. and it's dry. But and it's, good? You're good. Okay. You're still good. Um it's, I think it's just because you're on camera and you're thinking
1: that something No, is it's happening. not boogery. I feel like my it's nose is running. Yeah. I feel like it's the opposite things. But still, if I have some anything running, not a booger, but yes. just I mean, anyway enough of that <laughs> the snot talk it's not snot brad. talk dr brad poppy um, so i helped him build his business and then he was like i'd like to hire you and of course um you would, you're i amazing. was just i was afraid because i had been so free to do whatever i want yet simultaneously i was always hustling and i was stressed it's out a lot of years of hustle yes and so i just really t- took some time to think about is this something I really wanna do? And then I just said, you know what, Brad, I would love to do this, but here's how I wanna do it. So we uh-huh. figured out my schedule that would allow me to do Fashion Denver, to do the things that I'm passionate about, and work for him, and it was, it was, was, it's just been such a blessing because it's really allowed me to take everything I've learned over the past 20 years, apply it to a company um, that's outside of my own self, and be able to help someone else grow their company, but while simultaneously being true to who I am. Yes. So it's been just amazing. Um, our company, Bradley Allen, um, launched a little less than a year ago, and um, we designed dress shirts for the fit body and. For months, I was just going around to different gyms and bodybuilders and me- measuring their muscles and, uh-huh. like... Finding uh, out what you... Because you, that's your research. I mean, yeah. It's not bad research. Right. I wouldn't complain. Yeah, I, it was it <laughs> definitely... Uh, Maybe a little smelly research, Yeah, but sometimes it was smelly, sometimes... I it get was them a little out of the gym after the shower. Yeah, they, they don't shower all the time when they leave. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> these guys are just so nice, and I just I got into the world of fitness, and so um, just being in in the world of fitness and seeing these bodybuilders and seeing these competitors and seeing these bodybuilding shows um, was really fun, and it's fun to just get out of my own little bubble because. I'm in a different bubble than this fitness bubble. And now we're actually melding these bubbles together with Fashion Denver and Bradley Allen. And it's just been so fun. And it's also really fun because Brad believes in me and he believes in my skills and he listens to me and values me where it's not just like okay, I'll do whatever, you know, sure. like, like we are, we're like this. Mm-hmm. And so he allows me to bring in the giving back portion. Like I love, I love serving. I just want to serve people. So tomorrow we're actually doing a clothing drive um, at Second Chance Center, which is a uh-huh. center for people who have um, experienced prison. And now they're back out in the world and like helping them to build what they need, giving that. them the resources. And I think I've,
0: and I think I've something similar to that with my, um, Bob's Killer Bread. Ooh, mm-hmm. He spot he supports that mm-hmm. organization for a second chance for men. Oh, cool. men coming out of um, felons and whatnot. Yeah, out and giving them jobs and giving them. There's just such a. There's so many needs. So many, um, you know, basins of of places to yeah. serve when you're paying attention and when you're oh, doing yeah. like that. Yeah, and when you work for somebody like Dr. Brad. Poppy. Yes, yes. You're he gonna is, work for
1: somebody. Work for somebody with that name. Yeah, because it's really fun. <laughs> Dr. Brad Poppy. And I can't say his name without an accent. It's Dr. Brad me, Poppy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's been just awesome. It's been such an experience to let go of trying to control everything myself. And as an entrepreneur, that's what I know. I know only how to do every single thing myself. Yes. And now we're building a team. And we have um, we have Jessica who interned for Fashion Denver. She's our man. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat>
0: she's your man Jessica's your man Edger uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> she's our manager of operations and she is just so good at these details and these yes. spreadsheets and whereas I'm like the dreamer, so I'm often like la la land like yeah. what if we do this and Jessica's like, well, let's look at the reality of that and da-da-da-da-da. so to have such an analytical and such uh like kind of dreamy Combination really allows us to 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 be realistic while simultaneously making our dreams a reality. Absolutely, you have to have all parts, mm-hmm. and I
0: think that the illusion, as I've seen it, as I've gone through it, is that I'm going to do it all. Because mm-hmm. there's entrepreneurship, which is when you really move into that, you know, hiring, and but then there's the solo mm-hmm. pl- 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 solo. <laughs> Solo palooza. Solo That is really
1: fun. The solo paloozaing.
0: It is because, especially for somebody like me, in times where I I love doing things the way that I love to do. Mm-hmm. That, I love doing them at my pace, mm-hmm. my own pace. Um, I love designing my own brand. Mm-hmm. Um, please don't tell me that orange is needed there. Orange is right. not needed. Right. Um, don't tell me that a different you know font, whatever. I love having complete control yep. over. Mm-hmm. However, um, how tremendously narrow and limiting that right. can be. And I right. love, I'm in similar boats where I've had all these invitations this past year to work in these different projects or to work with these different personality types. And I have said yes to so many and I'm so grateful mm. for the twists and turns that have come making. from the yes. Yeah. The lessons that I've learned and good and hard easy Mm -hmm. and hard I don't think any lesson is really easy to say then it's it's all a little lesson yeah yeah then it's like we you know yeah magic carpet ride is like highs and lows Mm -hmm. peaks and valleys you know all of it um my dog is upstairs and is trying to get out and so this whole time that I'm talking if you sense that I'm somewhere else I keep going and I'm halfway up there because I'm thinking uh-huh. about my dog.
1: And I was actually halfway listening to my phone vibrate. And then like, <laughs> why didn't I turn the vibrate vibration off? But now the dog is not scratching. My phone is not going. They're not. Yeah. I'm right here. But being in control light. of of everything and everything. and being able to release that and, and open up to, your mind. And the
0: affirmation or the um, the glorious part of it that I embrace every morning especially in the season where I'm sort of on the other side mm. of the yeses, mm-hmm. things have settled down. And yeah. I'm like, I see that. I see all the beautiful reasons why and the journey within myself. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And now I'm in this real horizon phase. Mm. It's, it's horizon, t- it, it, uh, daybreak mm-hmm. for me um, energetically, where now I have room, I have space to look and see and feel What, when we talked about that impulse, Mm -hmm. where is the creative impulse going? Where does it want to be directed? Mm. And um, because all these other commitments and things have sort of been cleared away and finished. And now I'm looking at this space and it's very exciting for me. But it's also a bit um, daunting. Is that the word? Because there's, I just try to keep it real easy Mm -hmm. on myself. Because things that are in my Horizon right now, mm-hmm. I look around and I say, Ooh, writing. Yeah. I love writing. I love um, how I feel when I'm writing. I love words when they flow. I love the responses and emotions. I'm that kind of writer that I love to paint pictures mm-hmm. and uh, poetry and things like that. So it's like, Ooh, writing. Maybe I'll go there. And it's like, ooh, this. And maybe I. So right now I'm just in the maybe, mm-hmm. not the clear defined yes. Because I'm taking more time with my yes mm, these days. That's
1: great. Taking more time with my yes. Have you spent a lot of time in the. not even a maybe zone, but like, the, I'm not even going to think about that right now? Mm. That's a tough zone for me to be in because I love color so much and I don't
0: like to be in the dark where I can't see mm-hmm. it. So I'm like always, in other words, if something comes my way, an invitation or something, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever said no,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like hard no. Some people are really good at that. Yeah. They're like, no, yeah. no thank you. And I'm like, I always have to look at it for a bit. So yeah. it's always just on my shelf. I have a lot of shelves mm-hmm. in my mind. There's really a shelfy, you know, shelfy mm-hmm. life. There's like all the ideas and all the opportunities are always out mm. in the shelf. They're open it's open shelving. Yeah. Not, they're not closed. There's no lock and key. It's like, there they are. And it's probably not the easiest way, because mm-hmm. um, it can drive you me crazy. It's a lot of distractions. Yeah. But it does allow me to um, intuitively look at things yeah. and see. And just, you know what I mean? Absolutely. To just be open. I feel like yep. there's... and And probably now, actually... Things are working a little bit differently though in my life because Mm -hmm. I've said a I've had a whirlwind of yeses this year Mm -hmm. and I was exhausted and it wasn't the best expression of me because I have all this stuff on the horizon I am a creative whirlwind like me and my best expression of myself I am like this coat yeah. You know, when I'm like the tech, I'm Joseph in the, you know, have you seen Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor yes. Dream Coat? When he's doing the dance and they're like red and yellow and purple and violet and azure and yet da 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 da. And he's turning around and then the narrator comes in and she goes <laughs> in the high rock and she's like green, red, green and purple and silver and brown and. And it's like they're spinning around and like that's my life. Mm-hmm. That's how I love to live mm-hmm. with a Technicolor yeah. Dream Coat. Like all the colors turning. Not ever fixed. Right. Spinning around so much that the colors all blend together. That's how I prefer. hmm Well, now I'm at the stage in life where I'm like, that's fun and all. But when do things begin to actualize? Right. When do things begin to ground and grow? Ground and grow. So for me, what that looks like in this moment in time is just enjoying being in my home mm, yes being in my home i have my dog is like freaking out right now should we let him out oh, no because you know what's gonna happen he's going to <laughs> he's gonna danny he's he's he he's gonna crash the podcast okay maybe we should just try it and see yeah let's just see maybe he let's can see. be part of the podcast okay i'm feeling um I'm, we'll just keep recording. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Um, pardon me while I yell for my son to come and get the dog down. Okay. Brayden! <laughs> Bray! Now I just feel like. Maybe. <laughs> Steven? I'm just will pick that up. Yeah? I know that they won't. You don't think that they
1: will? They won't be I able to hear that. it? But your brain will know that that's happening. I'm just feeling that
0: it's like a baby crying. Yeah. Like, I know my baby's crying in the soundproof room. Like, nobody can hear and Braden's it. And Brayden's just like, I don't hear your dog. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's playing Fortnite. My kids are home from school today. So um, I told him podcast time is Fortnite time. <laughs> and um, my daughter isn't even here. She took off. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay, Get
1: ready, guys. Everyone get ready, ready for to it. meet
0: <laughs>
1: Danny. So Danny will we be joining both, us. Danny
0: and Zoe. Oh, Okay.
1: Wow. Have you ever been on a podcast wow. before? You guys Come are here. really Get over excited. On side. Come here.
0: Come on over. over here.
1: Come on this here. is Danny. Danny, and hi. Hi. Tell us about your day and what is inspiring is, you today. All is well. And Zoe's Come Zoe's, on, Zoe,
0: she's a little more pensive. Come here, Zoe. So these are my Lhasa Poo puppies. They are part Lhasa Apso. Lhasa Apso and um, Poodle. So like the Tibetan dogs that, you know, are the little, they'd be in the temples, the little oh, dust mop dogs. yeah They were guard dogs. Hello, everybody. We Say definitely hello. definitely want to be part of this podcast. Yes. Life is good. Hi. Everybody happy? Okay. We're not freaking out. She's all shaky. Oh, it's okay. yes yeah. <sighs> My goodness. Yes. So... You know, one thing. Home.
1: home. Pets. Pets are part of home. They really are. They They just ground. Grounding and growing. Grounding, growing, petting, loving. It's that time
0: of year, you know, here in the northern hemisphere anyways. It's like we're going – this is fall. This is the middle of October and there's – there's. I mean,
1: it snowed yesterday in Denver or the day before. And tomorrow's going to be 20 – no, not tomorrow. Sunday's going to be 27 degrees or something.
0: Yes. That's so – yeah. So I'm just – really learning how to take it easy mm-hmm. chill out yes. on the like you were talking about you know the hustle the, yep it's it's like that's one way to get things done. And then there's also the peace of faith yeah that says things are going to come right time right place mm-hmm. and I'm just going to focus on feeling really good in my home, I'm going to really take care of my body mm-hmm. and really love up on myself and think really, like, for me, it starts in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts with routine. So this is another thing I'm really into right now is um, when the season changes, like, I love Ayurvedic medicine mm-hmm. and Ayurvedic practice, which is, you know, ancient, ancient um, rhythms and, like, letting my, my nervous system kind of you know, pre-paving my day, knowing how I'm going to, um, it's like telling my body how to calm down mm. through the rhythm. So if I wake up at a certain time every day, if I, if my body knows I'm going to have this ritual in the morning, it's going to look like this. And I'm staying consistent with it, mm-hmm. you know, because as an entrepreneur, solar... Palooza or solo mm-hmm. solo palooza Pr- or whatever, you <laughs> are. It's different every day. Yeah, and I can get addicted to that excitement. Right, you know the swirling technicolor dream coat. Like I can like yes, it's going to be something different every day, and I love that diversity and I love the rush. But sustainably, mm-hmm. my body six months later doesn't love. Right, we're not made to rush. Yeah. we're not. We're not made to move so fast. We're made to be in different rhythms, to be in the range, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, certainly with the season changing, it's dropping into slow life. Mm -hmm. What does slow
1: life look like for me right now? So on my business card, it's dreamer-doer. And I have really, in the past year, learned how to be a beer. Mm. Just don't dream. I mean, always dream. But just be still. It'd be impossible to, yeah. to not dream. <laughs> so I'm, lear- I'm in a season of just being still, mm-hmm. um, or at least I think I am. But then my friends are like, but you're still doing this, 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 and this. <laughs> this." But it's more intentional. Yeah. It, I'm saying no to things. And yeah. a lot of it um, has transpired because my mom is going through chemo. And yeah. as my parents get older, there's been this realization of, oh, my gosh, I need to be there for my parents. So um, I've. I, uh, while my mom is on chemo and just way more, even after chemo, I'm going to spend way more time with my family. But I'm over at my parents' house three to four times a week. So I'm, wow. I'm going to actually create me a bedroom over there and okay. really create my roots. I was going to ask you if
0: you have your bedroom still, like, from oh, like I don't. The 90s. No. no,
1: I don't. But I am going to set up my new bedroom, like my old bedroom, and hang up my teenage posters.
0: I was, see, I always think about that. Like when I see Ferris Bueller and I see the, you know, I've been decorating my kids' room and I have this no poster rule. Like, you guys can't have posters. Mm-hmm. We need to be like, fancy here and have things framed but then I'm like why am I limiting
1: that? like posters are the best yeah when you're a kid you pull them out of your Big Bopper magazine yes. and then you pin them on you, yeah. know, you choose them in the store you get to like, yep. just, like
0: wallpaper or whatever you oh play, like, yes at <laughs> <Do you laughs> Spencer's <those>? Gifts yes, <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Do they still have Spencers? I don't
1: know. Spencers was like the first place that I got exposed to a lot yeah. of things naughty. It was a yeah, naughty place. yeah, it was a naughty I place. Sneak,
0: I would sneak into Spencers. <laughs> like my parents wouldn't know I'd be in Spencers in the mall. But anyway. it was
1: also the place you would go to buy your poster of Corey Haim. Yeah. So it Feldman. was also. Oh no, I was Corey. Haim. Oh really? Okay, I, I was definitely Corey Haim. It's like
0: why do we even have a choice? Corey Haim or Feldman? It, it's Haim all the way. For us, but
1: to some, Feldman all the way. What was it with Feldman that they, I don't know, what was it about Haim that we mm-hmm. loved? He was cute. Yeah. He was like Joey McIntyre. He was cute. I no, loved, yes. Joy. was my favorite NKOTB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Can we just challenge, are you ready for this? Yes. This is the time to bring it out. Okay. Can you, first of all, without singing it, because mm-hmm. we're going to save the song. Oh, okay. Because I already think I know what the song is going to okay. be. Okay. What's your favorite NKOTB song?
1: Okay, got it. You Got it?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you play it? And you're allowed to say no. Don't start barking, Danny. He
1: wants to sing.
0: Oh, or you're just singing. Okay. Because yeah. this is the moment of song. mm mm-hmm. um, Can you
1: play it on? Oh, boy.
0: The ukulele.
1: Oh, maybe.
0: Okay, you have the song? Yeah. You have it in your mind? Yeah. Me, I'm gonna put the lay on you. Okay. I'm gonna flower you here.
1: Wow, this is Friday this flowers. is gonna really be a challenge. <laughs> this is a great challenge.
0: Here you go. Okay, ready? Nkotb. Okay. On the ukulele. Okay.
1: It's not uh, tuned. It's, yeah, that's gonna take, take a to moment it. for proper tunage.
0: I mean, this is you know, this is I I don't know in in the way mm. that ukuleles are made, but. Yeah.
1: Um, One thing, I, I used to not want to tune instruments. I just wanted to play it, but if you if you don't have a ukulele or an instrument tuned, you shouldn't play it. Just don't even. Ooh. Okay, um, guys, we're getting at the ukulele tuner on okay, my phone. You have the app. Because that's going to make things a lot I'll hold it. What, what is the app called? Um, it is called Ukulele Tuner. Stop it. There really yeah. is such a thing? Oh yeah, ukulele what? tuner. So, I heard you
0: play while you're, while you're pulling it up. Oh wait, I can't
1: talk while you're tuning though. Um, i for you. Okay, you hold this. So on a ukulele, it's um, Good Cats Eat Apples. G-C-A-E-A, so for- <laughs>
0: <laughs> But <laughs> um, I'll
1: spare everybody. <laughs> I cannot find the G spot. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I have my ukulele in my, the trunk of my car. You do? Ugh.
0: Do you need to run out and get it? We'll pause.
1: Really? Yeah, go get it. Okay, I'm going to go grab it. We're m- going to do this okay. right.
0: Okay, so we're back, and um, that was may or may not be edited. Um, some of it might be. It was pretty exciting. We spent five minutes trying to tune my daughter's. Ukulele, which she got from her Montessori school, mm. it, it looks legit. It is legit. As soon as we get that tune, that little thing will be wonderful. And you're going to teach me how to play because I've always wanted to. The problem, the problem with ukulele playing for me and piano for that matter is I like to
1: keep my nails long. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the guitar, it's, a lot, it's mm-hmm. a lot easier to play when you have short nails, but ukulele. Okay, so hashtag ukulele ukulele challenge ukulele
0: lady ukulele lady challenge <laughs> can you, lady you um we, we you have this is okay. a magical uh flower lei okay okay it has magical power so it's going to help you with um finding the song the ukulele lady challenge is can you play your favorite
1: mkotb song um with some Strings. On the spot for a song I haven't heard in a long time. Okay. But I can play the first sentence. Okay. Okay. And you guess which one it is, okay? Oh, it has to be. But what if it,
0: don't be offended if this isn't your favorite one, but the one that I'm thinking of is, please don't go. That's again. it. That's the one I was gonna do. <laughs> It'll ruin my whole world. Okay, we're ready for this. Okay. Joey McIntyre, if you're listening, this is for you. You still make all our dreams come true.
1: Hey, that's all I can do. <laughs> please, please don't, please don't go, girl. That's all we got. It'll ruin my whole world. <laughs> um. So the thing I love about the ukulele is yes. that, like, you can really play notes even just with one finger. Let's Oh, surfer, little one, makes my heart come <clears throat> Do you love me? Do you, surfer, girl?
0: I want to wear a red and white polka dot bikini <gasps> while you are singing this That's song. That's cute.
1: I'll teach you how to play that one. That's a really easy one. That'll be on Ukulele ukulele Ladies' YouTube uh, sometime in the near future. But this little instrument has really helped me with stress. Well, so there's reason why I
0: wanted you to bring it out. That's how I first got to know you. So I saw you on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, Emceeing, maybe at the Red Ball, maybe somewhere, someplace. Don't worry about my dogs. This is what happens when the dogs are down
1: for the podcast. When the dogs are unleashed. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Steven uh, is my wrangler, is my wrangler, oh, dear lord,
1: <laughs> pause for the dogs, pause for the dogs, just, just enjoy this, throw uh,
0: them out, oh my god, throw them out, it's 11 so this is how I first felt you, mm-hmm. you know like when you see somebody and then you feel somebody, mm-hmm. Uh, you were you had your ukulele out, and I think that it was like heavy subject matter. There was something that was a little bit of heavier discussion going on, and you just pulled this out, and everything just—it was your huh. technicolor dreamcoat. Yeah, is it
1: shifted things? Oh my gosh, yes. In fact, even so, this week um, I went to chemo with my mom. Huh? Um, shortly after chemo, my mom was having chest pains. We went to the ER. We spent thirteen hours at the hospital on Monday. Oh my God. But good news, no blood clots, healthy heart, not sure what was going on. Mm. Um, And then this weather, like I'm definitely a sunshine girl. Girl, So just yesterday I was like, I'm just kind of bummed out. Like this weather, life is so heavy. And I was just making an Insta story. And I just started singing. And I'm like, whoa, it's really hard to have a bad day when you just sing. And immediately... Mm. My whole day was completely turned around just because I was being a dork and I was singing and, like, I changed that. And I think for me, music and dancing are the two ways that will absolutely change my mood. And yes. That derives from my mom. When my mom adopted me from the Philippines, she just played guitar and sang to me. All the time. All the time. As you were a baby. As I was a baby. I was 16 months old when I was adopted, but all throughout my life she would just sing me, sing to me, sing me to sleep, and it's just been instilled in me. And I think that with the combination of my, I think Filipinos just in their genes Mm. are musical people. Uh That combination just, draws me to music and draws me to make music and like I love to sing and I love I love making music I love recording music I love performing music and it's just so fun it's 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 another chapter of that freeness that I feel like I I'm not an expert ukulele player I know some chords and I I can sing and I can put those things together um and I think a lot of times people have this like uh analysis paralysis where they're like i need to be really good at it before i can do anything whereas i'm like i'm just learning but here we go sometimes you just gotta start with a bingo absolutely exactly exactly (laughs) so um yeah that
0: was the second thing is the choreographing Mm -hmm. from when you were you know going back to third grade yep you were paper purse police and then there was the choreographing part choreographing and that for you was like so it's movement it's it's
1: placing things yeah. in
0: certain... How have you brought your choreograph- choreographing I would say skills?
1: choreographing by just producing events. I love bringing mm. people together, and I really love bringing people together who all have this light and this gift to shine. Yes. So then to bring all of those people into one place, like that I think is my <gasps> choreographing as an adult.
0: Yes. Yeah. Because it's how... So what are you thinking as that space of genius, mm-hmm. okay, as you're bringing people mm-hmm. together, what is, how can you put into words how you want it to be or how you want the
1: outcome to be? I want... What is the success for you? I think just seeing people be free. So a lot of times when I bring people together for a production of something, I don't necessarily have an expectation that you just know. Like, you just know that they are going to be in their zone of genius and they're going to shine. And that's what I loved about love, continue to love about Fashion Denver. It's not about me. It's about all of these amazing people with these gifts and Fashion Denver can just shine the light and connect. And that's what I really feel like my purpose is, is just to like bring that light into the darkness. And whether it's like shining a spotlight on a designer and showcasing them or yeah. like. Bringing together, like I'll be working with Megan Timlin and my friend Stevie Ray, and they're going to be styling these people who've come out of prison. But they're both so passionate about that. So it's like I just love—I love to bring style. I love to bring passion into places that needs to see that light. And that's what—that—that's really what I'm starting to see as I get older and just my journey and my walk in life and just dealing with facing death and dealing yep. with, like, just all these things. Yes, and right. um, and it, it, it's really been life-changing for me to understand what my purpose is. Because, like, yeah, fashion is great and designing is great and style is great. But ultimately, that wasn't what my purpose was. My purpose is to help others okay. and help myself just shine and share our gifts with the world. Yes. And that's when that's when things just started to click. So it's really been in the past like few years where I'm like really understanding what my purpose is. We well, are in that stage in life mm-hmm. where there's enough accumulation of what's worked
0: and hasn't worked so well. Mm-hmm. You've got all you've got it all in your purse. Yep, in your in my, it's my soul organized. Yeah, yes. <laughs> all like this, and you can pull out now and go. Well, this one. I know how to do. It's an intuitive thing, right? Yeah. I know this is what this needs now. Yeah. This is what this needs now, and it really starts with that ability. Mm, I was gonna say it, it starts with the ability to see. Mm-hmm. But I think even before we can see what somebody's gift is, it's here.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. We love that Yeah. We
0: can look. I can look at you and say, oh, I love you. Yeah. And and as we open ourselves to loving people, Mm -hmm. then it's almost like a switch turns on and we can see through our eyes of our heart Mm -hmm. really what their gifts are and Mm -hmm. what our gifts are because love just opens. Right. Love is an activator. It's an open, it's the most powerful force in everything, everywhere. (laughs) And when we can truly come from the heart, Mm -hmm. then I can see you
1: as this holy But it's because you are free in yourself to see that freedom in others. Because when we're not feeling free, we don't see, we don't don't have as much access to love others because we are so imprisoned. Do you know what I mean? Yes,
0: I absolutely do. And then when
1: you just get to that point of freedom, you just see everything. You just see love in everybody. You see how you can love everybody. You can see you're a
0: light bringer. That's what I love about you. You're the, so my words for you is the, the fashion sprite, um, but also the way that you see the light and fan it to flame mm. is a really powerful gift to Thank this you. town and to the, everybody you've been able to. I mean, let's just take everybody listening, everybody watching, take a minute and think about your life and imagine it from panoramic view. Imagine magic carpet view looking down on the timeline, the entirety that has been your life, your great life, and think about all the people that you have been able, whether you were in Paris at a fashion show, whether you were in third grade at the line leader at recess, or whether you were, Hmm. just look at the entirety and think about how you have, you got to bring the light Hmm. in that moment.
1: Yeah. In that
0: moment, in that moment, just being, and what that light did, how that light activated in ways you'll never even know. Right. Because yeah. that's what love does. Yeah. Love changes things. Absolutely. Love is like opening the curtains and being able to see things mm-hmm. more brightly. Love brings that power. So I absolutely, that's why I wanted you here on my couch today to play yes. with you and yes, and um, we had a lot of it's Friday disturbances between my kids being home, my it. dogs being here, my ukulele not being tuned, which this but, is well, tune this that. is a project. It's great, this is like a Saturday morning project to get this baby. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to like paint it, you know, like a like a Day of the Dead kind of style of oh. Mexican folk oh. art. I was like, okay. How fun yeah. Because you then then you came in with yours, mm-hmm. which you kept keeping in your trunk, which Two is hilarious. Two ukuleles,
1: and, and yours is black. Yeah. Which
0: nothing is more exciting to me than bright colors on black, like mm-hmm. as displayed absolutely. in my jacket today. I
1: absolutely love this robe. Tell me about it, please.
0: Oh, honey, this is a Etsy. I have my Etsy shops, and I get mm-hmm. it from you know U- Uzbekistan. Is that the oh. name of the country? There's a oh. couple of shops that I get from those places in okay. Russian, Russia, Central Asia. Russia.
1: Are there pockets?
0: Um, there, that is the fault to this. Ugh. There is not.
1: And That's what I love about these. You could literally have a tank top, pair of jeans on, and throw this on, yeah. and it's like, yes,
0: like where's my crown? Exactly. That's. So oh, this yes. is. I love it. So this is us. Friday, this is us. magic the car- yes. magic carpet live show. Mm. And I think that we need to have a jam session and a proper Or maybe a-, a fashion show. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: next time we bring you on. <gasps> that would be so mm-hmm. fun. Or like let's, maybe I'll bring like my most favorite pieces. We could give each other. Yes. Um, like give me your most, mem- show me your most memorable piece and tell the story behind it. Yes. <gasps> so that's what that it's would about be fun. The story behind. This actually, Actually, this has a story behind it. Man, I share teeny, it? Tiny little thing. This yeah. little bracelet, I believe, is from Cyprus, and okay. this belonged to my grandmother, who had um, like five bangles, and this was one of those five bangles that she gave to her daughters and me. Um, and my grandmother, a year ago, she had just turned ninety, and it was about this time she developed a cough, and that's when her health really started to go down, and. Um, she was nearing the end of her life, and my mom and my aunt and I took care of my grandma. And as my grandma was hmm. slowly ending this life, my my aunt and my uh, mom were like, "Pay attention to how you are caregiving for grandma because you're going to need to know this." For me. Jeez. I know. It was like so heavy. So here my mom is taking care of my grandmother while I'm simultaneously learning how one day I will be taking care of my mother. Mm. And it changed my life. And I had to be brave. And I had to be brave to face death. And I had to be brave to go on this journey, not just like watch my mom's cancer journey from afar, but be right next to yes. her in this. And in. and so for the past year, I've been learning how to care give and I've been learning how to love and I've been learning how to be in the moment. And it, mm. that's really where my life has been. That's where this whole being is. And, um, and it's just, it's been so beautiful. And like, even during my mom's chemos, we are cracking up. We are getting our doctors dancing with us. And it's like, when you can find the joy in these difficult moments, it makes life not so bad. Like yeah. <laughs> there's some really scary things, but we're laughing throughout it all. And it truly changes everything about it. So I would say it's one of the most challenging seasons that I've ever, Faced in my life so far, mm-hmm. but it is the most uh, like I have so much peace and joy. Yeah, in this challenge, and it's it's just been amazing to have that peace and joy in a hard time. Yeah, you're full. Yeah, yes. You find fun in it. Yeah, my heart feels full. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it fe- doesn't feel sad or it doesn't feel scared, but it fe- it feels full in that fear and that those just sad moments are part of that fullness especially when it's just all wrapped up in joy and love yeah yeah
0: there's plenty of that mm-hmm. coming
1: from you ah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so next time we see each other fashion show yes. or gospel choir
1: oh both gospel Vote choir together. fashion
0: show we'll do gospel robes as part of the fashion show. yes We'll design the robes. Yes. Because wouldn't that, that be, would fun be fun to have a gospel
1: concert with designed What robes? if we organized an event with a bunch of amazing women where we had just basic robes and then scraps of patches and colors and paints and it's a robe decorating extravaganza. Yeah, and there's something,
0: you know, we get some kids in there too. Yes. That's always been actually a dream of mine is to have a gospel choir and to have some kids. I have this desire. One of my, you know, visions is to um, have, you know, find, be a part of um, a a really legit gospel Mm -hmm. choir. You should be. Your voice is amazing. Well, thank you. And um, I want to bring people into the choir. So I want, I want people to like stand mm. in the choir and feel yes. that and sway with mm. and be a part of that experience because to me that is like one of the most delicious things of oh life. Oh my gosh. Like life is a, like life is like a box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. Life is like a gospel choir. Right. Like to me, I would love right. people to experience that. So, all right. So I that's, we're, we're creating that. It's out there. It's on yes. this. it's in the. Do you know where I'm
1: going on Monday? No, I am flying out to Nashville for five days, and I am attending the Dove Awards, which are the Christian yes. and Gospel Music Awards. For what? Like as just to A uh, red or? carpet front row experience. Okay. And um, so that's on Tuesday night, and Monday night I will be at a coffee shop with some of like the finest uh, five um songwriters in the christian and gospel community for like in nashville i don't really know just session. to just to hang out with them and learn okay. and hopefully i hope i really hope there's just some like music happening and we're all just like yes impossible for it not to be yeah. happening wow yeah. that's so, so that's the day after tomorrow or two sun, days wherever yeah. we are yeah do you travel are. with ukulele yes i'm definitely bringing this yeah so it was yeah.
0: kind of busted out and yeah and I'll be, be available. For him.
1: Yes.
0: Um if you do see um Joey McIntyre there, tell him.
1: Does he, he live in Nashville? I don't know. Well, if he does, I'm going to find him. <laughs> no, doesn't everybody
0: can't. live in Nashville? I is, don't know. I is have not never really Nashville been
1: friend. in Nash- to Nashville before. Oh, but nice. my heart for some there's something that my heart is like, just drawn right now, at this time in my life, yes. I feel like there's something special mm. waiting for me yeah. in Nashville. Like music is about to get. Yeah. Is the next, yeah. you know. I modality. feel like there's, like, some new relationships that are going to build that are yeah. going to really shine the light on where I need to be <sighs> focused. And I'm excited. It's the unknown, but I'm so excited about I that. I love it. Yeah, well, I think of all the, my God, the double Thanks words for... are such a big deal.
0: No, this is just me loving you. I'm just touching okay. your hair. So as we land the carpet, if you can think of a really great question, Mm. reflection, a a fun question, um, a fun, you know, treasure hunt, whatever, application for people that are listening and watching, Mm -hmm. what would you say would be, um, what would you give to them that they could do today to feel? Mm,
1: Yes. I. think what I would like to know, and I was telling my friend Judah about this last night. Fabulous name. The, yeah, absolutely. When I, what is that one thing that you can do that just grounds you? Like for me, what it is is, organizing my handbag I know it's like it's a Paper silly thing yes comes out to ground you but yeah. when I organize my bag and when I have that perfect bag that sits perfectly still right here it's like my power Rosie bag. The Riveter pose. yeah yeah let's try this one no yeah. um but when I just have that it's like it's like it's a comfort to me so I want to know like what is it that just brings you so much mm. comfort that you can do in the, in the drop of a hat. Like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it is like, I'm having a really bad day. I'm going to sing a quick little song. Oh, I'm not having a bad, like, what is, what is yours? What yeah. is that thing that just comforts you? So I'm a scatter mass, which is frequently, you
0: know, my vibe. That, that's where I can go if I'm on autopilot, uh-huh. right? I'm like, oh, what was I just doing? Oh, I lost my keys. Where's my phone? Yeah. Um, what grounds me in that moment Um, is probably cuddling my dogs Mm. because I have to be really present and there's something that happens or my children Mm -hmm. or my husband if he's really lucky, I have to like really be ready for that because that there's something about when you're in partnership and you like really take that moment with your partner, Mm -hmm. you know, because then it's just like everything just melts and your, your purpose is there, Mm. your love, it's that return to love and Mm -hmm. connection that totally grounds me. Yes, I love um, that. And, and then of course, you know, all the other things you can think of, like in the summertime, maybe going barefoot or it'd be like breath. But yeah, for me, I would say a good cuddle, mm. puppy cud cuddle and um, with my cud.
1: babies. Yeah, I love it. Steven, what's yours? That one little thing that just makes you like, yes. Uh,
0: slamming
1: through gears in a fast car. Oh. <laughs> slamming through beers in a fast gears. car oh <laughs> oh yeah. yes okay I was like gears that does not sound safe <laughs> Yeah, slamming through <laughs> gears in a fast car I like that I like that I once drove my cousin in Texas I drove his Mustang uh-huh. and there was that feeling that I had never felt before when I shifted and was, like, on the gas and the sound of the engine was totally, like, that feeling I get when my handbag ah, is right here. Click. Yeah. It's like a click. I love that answer, Steven. So,
0: when you want to feel grounded, mm-hmm. wait for the click. Yes.
1: Or just create that the click. That sensation. Create the click. Yeah. It's about the click. It's all about that click. About that, that click. click. Yeah. guys. This has been so awesome. Thank you so much for... Yeah. I needed this in my day. I needed this in my week. And I needed this in my life. And like you are just such a light and you allow so many people to shine and you help people through those dark places so you too are a light and a sprite and a free like one of the things that I've been attracted to you about is just your freedom um we were at an event just actually as a meditation out on this beautiful field and Tiffany and I were just dancing and (laughs) and dancing is another freedom like dancing Uh. is like you don't care what anyone yeah. thinks about you. You just move and you just do what your body does. And yes. like that moment we were dancing together, it was just like, yep, we clicked. Nothing. We got that. We the got click. that. Yeah. The click yeah. Happened. So thank you for thank you for this opportunity and thank you for bringing me on the magic carpet ride yes. and just for having this for, for so many people. You're amazing.
0: Mm. Thank mm. you, baby. Many, many more to come.
1: Yes. Yes. So...
0: Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Yes, thanks for I tuning gonna in. think we're going to land it like this. And <sighs> see you next week on Magic Carpet Life. I'm Tiffany Josephs, and you've been listening to Magic Carpet Life, the podcast. For the visual version of this, head over to magiccarpetlife.com forward slash the show, and then follow me socially on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks for tuning in and join me next week for another Magic Carpet Ride.